Whether you studied criminal justice, went to medical school, or majored in underwater basket weaving, we've got you covered this week on The Swearwolves as we discuss 1973's The Wicker Man and 1982's Basket Case. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. Once again, back in the trenches. Mm, back. Back. We've, it's been seven days, seven whole days since last we talked. Yeah, you look well. Thanks. Yeah, you look good. So do you. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I've never seen either of these movies that you picked today. And I feel like I should have. Yeah, same. You've never seen them either? Nope. And we're going to, this happens quite a bit where we'd never seen these movies and I'm almost embarrassed that I've yeah, never seen like, these you've movies. never seen the wicker man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. You want me to lie about it? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of, a lot of movies. I've seen a lot of fucking movies. I just haven't seen every movie. I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah, no. And both of these have been on the list for a long time. Yeah. And I've, I've seen parts of both of them. I think I haven't. I, I know images from each of them that I've seen like over the years. And I think I knew what happened in both of these. See, I didn't. Oh. Yeah. Surprises oh. abound. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Wicker Man and Basket Case. You picked these obviously because <laughs> they're fucking names. <laughs> Very artsy, arts and crafts. Yeah. <laughs> it's arts and crafts time. Well, it, I actually picked the Wicker Man because uh, we have a listener who, uh, and he's actually an old friend of mine from like grade school. Uh, his name's Rex. Shout out to Rex, uh, who I think right now lives in Mexico. And uh, he actually... Rex te- hasn't been listening. <laughs> because I see where the downloads come from, and there is nothing from Mexico. Maybe his phone is uh, still uh, in the States or something. Phone. I don't know. His phone's in the States? No, he, uh, he listens, because every once in a while, he'll, he'll send me a text commentating about something in the episode. Maybe, Rex, he's, maybe he's psychic. Rex, I don't know. I'm doubting, I'm doubting your loyalty, No, but Rex. he actually asked. He's like, hey, have you, have you ever seen The Wicker Man? He's like, I, that'd be cool if you guys did an episode on that. So I was like, all right. And then I thought, what could I pair with it? And then it's like, Wicker, ba- ba- done, basket case. <laughs> There was a guy who came to your Halloween party a few years back, him and his wife, and they were dressed as people from the Wicker Man. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Well, anyway, and he was like... Uh, he's like Rex is listening. He's like, it was me, you <laughs> dumb piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. Probably. But anyway, and he was like, uh, we're... It was him and his wife or him and his girlfriend. I don't know. And and Because he, he was at uh, at least one of my parties. You were like introducing him to me. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. And I didn't know what he was dressed at because I had never seen the Wicker Man. So I was just like, cool. <laughs> yeah, cool outfit. What was had, he? Wh- who, what character was he? I think he was um, uh, Lord Summerall. Oh, okay. It was the Christopher Lee character? Yeah. He had like a turtleneck on and the, and then like the deer head, uh, like the mask. Okay. Like towards the end of the I don't the remember movie. that. 
So I was just like, hey, cool costume. Oh, oh shit, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Like, for the weekend, you're like, oh, of course I've seen that movie. Everyone has. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I didn't want to feel like an asshole. Yeah. But, and, and I kind of knew what it was, but I wasn't 100% sure because I had never seen the fucking movie. Right. And now people listening are like, oh, these guys are fucking posers. Mm hmm. They're a bunch of fucking posers. Like, they don't like fucking horror movies. They talk about the shit. Brett hates every fucking movie that he ever watches. <laughs> so why would he like horror movies? Yeah. But I do like horror movies, you assholes. You rat bastards. Leave, shit about leave me. us alone. I hear you. Mm. I hear you right now talking shit. <laughs> David, let's get into this. Let's do it. All right. Because there's a lot to digest. Yeah. Today. <laughs> there's a lot to digest between these two movies, I feel. Let's do it. Uh, the Wicker Man was released in 1973. Actually, the actual release date was December 6th, 1973. Um, this movie, by the way, is described as a British folk horror musical film. Hmm. That's an interesting way to describe this movie. I guess it's kind of accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. David, in 1973, on December 6th, what was the number one film? What do you think the number one film in America was in 19... December 6th? American Graffiti. Did that come out in 73? I don't know. But you're wrong. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you, you could have guessed that because I said, I don't know if it came out in 73 that you weren't right. Because if you were right, I would have been like, yes, it did. Mm. Um, the Way We Were. Never seen it. The Way We Were. <laughs> Scattered pictures of the time we left behind. That's beautiful. Smile. That's my Barbara Streisand impersonation. Mm, it's really good. She was in that movie. Uh, the number one TV show in 1973 in America? Nothing. I got nothing. All in the Family. Wow. I didn't know that show was that old. I know. I thought the same thing. I thought that was like late 70s. Yeah. Huh. I think it was just on for a long Those time. Those were the days. Yeah, show that would not be no. able to be released nowadays. <laughs> and the number one song on December 6th, 1973. It's uh, got nothing. I couldn't even give you a hint. Um, top of the World by the Carpenters. I'm on the top of the world. Oh, okay. Down yeah. on creation and the... Don't ask me how I know that. Yeah. Only we had some carpenters in the in the house when I was growing up. They were just building stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were very loud. <laughs> Every morning with the just hammer. hammering. Like, God damn it. It's five in the morning. My stepdad would listen to the fucking carpenters all the time. Like, he loved... I think he was in love with Karen Carpenter. Um, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. She did. But she anyway... Did. Uh, this movie was written by Anthony Schaefer, inspired by the novel Ritual by David Pinner. Have you ever seen... Uh, David Pinner. Isn't David that, Pinner. Isn't that the lead singer for Soul Asylum? Oh, I don't know. David Perner. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Runaway Train? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Soul Asylum. I only know a couple of the songs. They I know that one in the, the... What was that? Was it Misery? Yeah. Yeah, is that the frustrated? Yeah, frustrated, incorporated. incorporated. And then they had that song. Two kids on a playground. They were <laughs> talking shit. They were <laughs> being loud in a black hole. It's a oh, yeah. Black black. I don't yeah, know the lyrics. I know the one you're talking about, though. <laughs> Would you fill up the tank? Let's go for a ride. They're still around. He uh, scored some. Did he do the score for Chasing Amy? I think he did the score for Chasing Amy. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So there you go. Huh. The writer, uh, Anthony Schaefer, mm-hmm. have you ever seen Frenzy, the Hitchcock movie? No, I haven't seen he that He wrote one. the screenplay. Oh, that's cool. That's what I've thought about doing for this show. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't done any Hitchcock. 
No, and that one's kind of got a uh, giallo. Giallo. Giallo feel. <laughs> we, uh, we've abandoned the giallo. <laughs> yeah. when our when our third host left i was gonna say i think that's a movie alan would like i like frenzy I'm, i have nothing against jollo films <laughs> if they're good and rarely are they i was so, gonna say you've got a little something against i don't have anything against that I you have a thing against bad movies i'm a thing against movies that i don't like yeah doesn't mean they're bad makes sense i did like that i like tenebrae yeah and i liked the other one about the bugs yeah with the the Black Belly, uh, the... Oh, I like that one, but I like the other one, that other uh, oh, Argento film. Yeah, uh, Phenomena? Yeah. Yeah. Something like a Phenomena. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like a Phenomena. And I like the movie with John Travolta, <laughs> Phenomena. <laughs> with Kira Sedgwick? Oh, yeah. Delightful film. Yeah. I actually don't remember very well. He gets a brain tumor, and then he can, like, And he can, stuff. like, he, yeah, he can, and he can, like, speak Portuguese or something. Yeah. He's, yeah. like, becomes super intelligent. Yeah. And then, spoiler alert, I believe he dies at the yeah, end. Yeah, I think he dies, too. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> no, it's, like, so weird. I died. <laughs> you like that? That's my John Travolta. It's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. That's like my John Travolta from, like, Vinnie Barbarino days. It's, like, with a little bit of Christopher Walken sprinkled in. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Directed by Robin Hardy. Music by Paul Giovanni. All right. This movie stars Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward. What a name. Edward, Edward Woodward. Woodward. <laughs> it's hard to say. Blah, blah, Edward blah. Woodward. Yeah. As Sergeant Neil Howie. Christopher Lee. The great Christopher Lee as Lord Summer Isle. Britt Eklund as Willow McGregor. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. McGregor. McGregor. So here's the problem with Willow McGregor. All right. It was played by Britt Eklund, but the voice, the voice was, was by dubbed, right? Annie Ross, and the singing voice was by Rachel Verney. And there's a body double, I think, uh, for some of the dancing. <laughs> yeah. So that actress, she was Swedish, and they had to get like a Scottish person to like overdub. And then she was a Bond girl, too. Yeah. And she was married to Peter Sellers for a bit. That's interesting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I thought. That's an interesting pairing. But I saw her, and I was like, there's no way she's Scottish. <laughs> yeah yeah she, and i looked it up and i was like yeah she's she looks swedish. like she's straight off the swiss miss uh swiss miss box that's swiss that's swiss she looks swiss she's swedish but she looks swiss <laughs> there's other people in this movie too the budget for this movie was five hundred thousand great britain pounds in the box office see this is the weird thing is i got the budget in pounds and, and i got the it, box office in dollars did you do the conversion I tried to, but it was 1973, and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't figure this out. There's <laughs> yeah, no website that says this is what a pound was versus a dollar. The box office was fifty eight thousand three hundred forty one dollars. That sounds like less. <laughs> <laughs> it's substantially, yeah. Like I don't think this movie was like popular. when it came out, not popular, but more of a cult thing. I think later. it's gotten a cult yeah, following. I. I suspect the same. All right. So like I said, this is a, this is a British folk horror musical film. All right. So take that and die. And like I said, there's a lot to digest yeah, here. Exactly. Take that, roll that around in your mouth a little bit. Taste all the little, all the notes, all the notes on that. So it's British. All right. Good. I'm good with that. Folk. I guess it was 1973. Uh, it's folky. Yeah. You got a hippie feel. There was a lot of hippie feel too, because like some of the music, the music was very like, um, yeah. yeah. A lot of free love kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. And definitely on the island. Like everybody's naked all the time. Yeah. And, and banging each other. And they're talking about their boners. <laughs> yeah. And singing songs about their dicks. Yeah. It's a lot like us, actually. 
Yeah. If we had our own island. Yeah, where we could just make dick songs all day. <laughs> Actually, I want to go to this place. <laughs> Big pole in the middle of town where yeah, we all just repre- have like crepe yeah. paper and we phalluses everywhere yep sculpt all the trees and that's even what they teach the kids shapes. about yeah they're like hey you gotta learn about dicks yep take out your dick books kids <laughs> turn Today's to chapter test? two erections <laughs> there's only two chapters yeah there's erections and, <laughs> and flaccidity <laughs> flaccidness yes. flaccid flaccid flaccidity there you go. <laughs> whatever we call it non-erections how about that yeah two two states We'll cover wet dreams uh, next semester. <laughs> so this movie, it opens up, and there's this guy like flying a plane around this island. Yeah, this guy's talented. He is good, but he's a police officer. And a pilot. Sergeant Neil Howie, I guess. He lives on an island, so do you think the police officers... I mean, they live in Scotland. So do you think the police officers like need to know how to fly? Because they're, like, they're surrounded by water. I don't know, but I, yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> He's got a police plane. Yep. So he's riding the seaplane around this island and he lands and all the people are like, I'm not going to do my Scottish accents, but they're all like, what is this fucker doing here? And he's talking to him from a megaphone. He's like, send a dinghy. And they're like, oh, is that a dick thing? Like, no, you guys are obsessed with dicks. No, it's a boat. Yeah. Like, oh, (laughs) dinghy. That's what I call mine. (laughs) <laughs> so they go out and get him and he comes to shore and he's like have you guys seen this little girl yeah she shows him a picture tell me have you seen her tell me have you seen have her have you seen her oh. mc hammer oh yeah but that was a remake of another yeah. song but like when i was a kid i just thought that was mc hammer <laughs> it's only like when you become an adult and you hear songs like oh that was sampled this is like you can't touch this like i didn't know that was uh rick james oh yeah sample totally. as a kid yeah and then the older i got i was like oh yeah He's a big phony. Whatever. He was the hammer, man. <laughs> That's true. He wasn't really trying was. to hurt anybody. Please. <laughs> Please, hammer. Don't hurt him. Remember, he had a cartoon, Hammer Time. Hammer Time. With the shoes. <laughs> Would he become the a shoes superhero? Talk, right? Would he become like a superhero or something? Or like... Something like that. But only when he had the shoes on, right? Didn't the shoes have magical powers? I, I think the shoes could talk. Did he have his own cereal also? I don't know. But I remember... Uh, MC Hammer was like the Mr. T of the early 90s yeah. because like he had a cartoon. I remember think he, had he, had... Br- and he had the British Knights sneakers, which British Knights, like no one had ever even heard of that shoe BKs? brand. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, everybody had to have BKs. I, think, I remember I had a pair and I felt I like a Joe badass. I think Joe Montana had like BKs. <laughs> I think Joe Montana signed a deal with British Knights. Remember, Joe Montana. <laughs> I remember I wanted a pair of British Knights, but like I was a Payless kind of kid. So I remember my parents got my grandparents to take me to the Air Force Base because they get like a discount. They bought me a pair of BKs on the base. (laughs) Nice. Yes. Got my discount BKs. Yeah. I had the line shaved inside of my head too, just like MC. God, you were so fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Did I send you a picture of me when I did that to my head uh, a few weeks ago? Yeah, my hair got a little long, so I shaved some lines right before I buzzed it all. You should have kept them. I should have. I never had lines in my head. I wasn't cool. Yeah. Nor did I have lines in my eyebrows or anything. (laughs) But yeah, no one recognizes this chick. They're like, I don't know who that is. It's not even a chick. It's like a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, it's true. He's like... A child. He's like, I got this letter saying that this girl had gone missing. And it is my responsibility, my duty. Yeah. I got to find this girl. To come to this island and find it. They're like, we don't know who you're talking about. And 
he says, is there, her name is May, uh, Rowan Morrison. Yeah. And the, is there a woman named May Morrison? That's her mom. And they're apparently. like, yeah, she runs the, the drugstore. Yeah, but she doesn't have a daughter, or at least that's not her. Or post office. She runs a post office, excuse me. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to go check this out. So he goes down there. Now, this guy, by the way, this Sergeant Neil Howie, like he spends almost the entire film just being pissed off <laughs> yeah he's a grumpy bastard <laughs> i love him yeah, he's very crotchety he's yes he's the best because he's all like you're, you're, everything annoys him yeah everything annoys him and i'm like i'm watching like myself if i was a police officer in scotland yeah and i had to go to guy. this island i'd be this guy and everybody was just talking about dicks all the time i was like look i'm just trying to do my fucking job all right yeah, <laughs> Get like, out but, of my face like, but i do like the dick speak we'll, we'll let's put a pin in that when i'm off duty we'll talk dicks yeah. as the day is long as the dick is long <laughs> they're like good one um <laughs> good one <laughs> so he goes to the post office to the it's also post like off. a candy store too i didn't quite understand and it's also a house listen <laughs> it's 1973 in this town yeah in scotland we don't know Maybe that's the Drop way off a roll. package, get some candy. Yeah. Shit. Get a box and of shit. Get a box of nerds. Yeah, take a dump. They got a bathroom. It's a house. <laughs> get a box of nerds. Drop off a postcard. What else do you God want damn, out of yeah. life? Living like kings. Yeah. And how do they make money? Oh, I know how. The, the fruit? crops. Yeah. Anyway. But he goes to see this woman. And she's like, no, that's not my daughter. Yeah, he's like, this is my daughter. And she shows him like a nine-year-old. Yeah. And uh, he's like... This doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm, I got my eye on you. Yeah. <laughs> and he asks the little girl, so I'm like, do you know Rowan? And she's like, yeah. And she's like painting a picture of a rabbit. She's like, this is Rowan. Yeah. Like what? A hair. Yeah. A it wasn't hair. a rabbit. It's a <laughs> hair. Damn it. She says that to him. She's like, he, cause he says they like the candy rabbits. And he's like, they're, she's like, they're not rabbits. They're hairs. They're March hairs. I don't know the difference between a hare and a the, rabbit. A March hare drinks tea. I learned yeah. that from Alice in Wonderland. And the rabbit goes down the hole. Yes. That, he's is, always late. that is the difference. And he's he always has a pocket shit. watch. He's like, did the rabbit have a pocket watch? And she's like, he's like, no. What's a fucking hare then? Yep. Dumbass. Get your shit together. He's like, but I'm confused. You asked me if the rabbit had a pocket watch. And then you called it a hare. So you don't know the difference either. And her brain well, just explodes. <laughs> I'm so pissed off. <laughs> Slams the door. <laughs> He goes to this like fucking bar. Yeah, the Green Man Inn. Yeah, it's this inn. He wants a room, right? Yeah, all the guy wants to do is just lay down <laughs> and get some Z's. And there's all these fuckers there singing about <laughs> boners. <laughs> They're just nonstop pestering him. And so he's like, I want a room. And then, like, the guy, the innkeeper, bartender guy. These guys are having a great time, though, by the way. Oh, yeah, all they're all drinking. This bar. Anyway, the bartender innkeeper, he's like, um, my daughter will show you. And this is that uh, Brit Eklund. Yeah. And she's hot. Yeah, he's like, check out my hot daughter. <laughs> he's like, you want to bang her? Basically, that's what he says. Because yeah, he he's like, he's like, my daughter will show you. And he's like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? And he's like. And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. He's like, okay, cool. And then the bar starts singing. A song about the land called The Landlord's Daughter or something? Yeah. And they start singing about how the sweetest thing is between her legs and you're going to go fuck her right now. Yeah. And like one of the guys says, uh, the pants of every gentleman shall rise to attention. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like showing their fists up and like they're the, and then 
they're like, what's between her left foot and her right foot is like the best thing that she's got or something. <laughs> and she's laughing about it. <laughs> like, and then, this song's about my vagina. <laughs> and about how slutty I am. Yeah. Get it? And then, It's funny. And then one of the dudes starts dancing and he's like, a big, he's a bigger dude. And he starts like humping the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she gets in front of him and she's humping like in Fucking reverse. Twerking on him. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're like doing the lombata. Yeah. Dude, the forbidden dance. A little bump and grind. <laughs> Yeah, it is the weirdest thing ever. And that's when my wife goes, is this a musical? And I go, I don't think so. And then I looked it up and I'm like, yeah, it's a I, fucking I musical. I did the same thing after like the second or third song. I was like, God, there's a lot of singing in this Yeah, uh, in And this there's movie. constantly songs about like in between like the songs about Dick. There's constantly <laughs> songs about like the crops. Yeah. And it's like, I, I always, I guess I just assumed they were like Scottish folk songs. Yeah. That's the folksy part of the movie. Yeah. A lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like hippie ish type of yeah. stuff in, in between, between like traditional, like Scottish kind of sounding music. stuff. Yeah. So he does notice a series of photographs though on the wall mm-hmm. and they are like the harp about the harvest. They have like a festival or something. Yeah. And there's like the queen of the festival. Let's just call her that. Yeah. Like the remember. May queen kind of thing. Yeah. That's what it's called. And every year is there except for last year. Yeah, he's like, "Where's that photo?" And they're like, "Um, oh, it broke." And he's like, "Sure, it did." Yeah, you lying. The photo shit. broke. Yeah, you can't break a photo. You can rip it. <laughs> you can rip it. You can take it down, but you, you can't burn break it. it. You can't break it. And he showed everybody the photo, and they're like, "No, never seen her. Never yeah. seen her. Never seen her." So he's like, "Whatever." And then the the daughter, like shows him the room and he's like, cool, I'm going to go lay down. And so he goes upstairs and he's like going to bed and And he prays. He's like super religious, super religious. And it it even flashes to him, like taking communion and speaking at his church and everything in the past. He's sleeping in the room next door to him is this willow, right? (laughs) She starts singing this fucking song. Yeah. It's long. The scene goes on. It is long. (laughs) And she starts like, Doing some fucking, I don't know what kind of dance. Some kind of like. She's like gyrating and like shaking her ass. She's like starts slapping her own ass. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I dance. (laughs) She's naked, right? Did I say that? And she's dancing and then she's like humping the wall and then he's like sweating. Oh yeah. He's like, must not fap. (laughs) Yeah. And then he like presses himself up against the wall. Yeah. She's tempting him. She's seducing oh, yeah. him. And he's, yeah, his pants rose for sure. He does not succumb to her, her wily ways. He wants to. Oh, desperately. Well, then even the next morning, she's like, I tried calling you last night. And he's like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm engaged. I'm engaged. And she's like, oh, does that mean you're like not human? And he's like, like, engaged, ain't married. He's like, well, basically, I don't believe in that before marriage. And I'm not even married yet. So he's telling her. I ain't never done anything. Yeah, I'm a virgin. Yep. And she's like, and she laughs at him. She basically, like, <laughs> just like, laughs at him. She's like, fucking dumbass. Did, she's like, didn't you hear the song? There's a, there's a treasure trove down here. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, so he's still investigating. He's walking around the uh, town and he goes to the school. And outside of the school, they're getting ready for their May Day celebration. And this is where the kids, the, boy, the boys, uh, kids are outside and they have the maypole yeah and they have like the the paper the crepe yep. paper and they're kind of dancing around it and they're singing a song <laughs> like on on the man there was a boy and on the boy there was a seed and on the seed there was a blah 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 yeah the song's about semen right i 
thought so or like <laughs> fertilization know. or or it's about like how everything like grows into something else and like even during death then you come back as yeah. something else yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. about, it's reincarnation. about reincarnation and how nothing ever really dies but, but you're right i did think it was about semen as well yeah <laughs> because it's like that's just, where, that's just when where my mind seed. goes yeah exactly <laughs> anytime someone's a seed i'm like ah, you're talking about <laughs> semen aren't you mm, that's definitely a they're like no i just need to buy some bird seed mm. Mm. bird seed huh yeah. bird seed Bur- bridges <laughs> i thought so i, sus- <laughs> I suspected as much I knew, I knew that about you the first time I know I where saw you can it. get some, actually. <laughs> I've actually procured some myself. Bird semen. How would you even get that? Like, is there just somebody who's just like... <laughs> Got a pair of tweezers. <laughs> just majorly... Let me take care of that for you. Masturbating birds. <laughs> and then, like, how much can come out? It's <laughs> a little droplet. <laughs> Um, he goes to the school though, and inside the school is where the girls are studying. So I guess the girls study while the boys play Ring Around the Rosie. Yeah. But the the girls are inside, and the school teacher is there, and he walks in, and he's like, "Hey, I need to talk to you." Yeah. She's like, "I'm in the middle of a lesson talking about phalluses." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't give a shit about you or your dick textbook." Yeah. And he like objects, like, "Why are you teaching this filth?" <laughs> yeah. Filth, florn, filth. Yeah, he's a prude. Yeah, he is. He is. He's to, very he like. <laughs> he's very like by the book, and and he's very Christian. He's yeah. like, we need to be teaching them Christian values. We need to be teaching them Christian subjects. You know, none of this Darwin shit. <laughs> like evolution did not happen. The Earth is only ten thousand years old. Trust me. Dinosaurs aren't real. I read it in a book. God damn it! I mean, damn it! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so he says to the kids at the school he's like i'm gonna interrupt your class he's like any any of you motherfuckers seen this girl <laughs> he's like i'm gonna pass it around if you don't tell me the truth you're all going to hell and they're like nope never seen him never seen her yeah and he's like there's an empty desk over there who sits there like that desk is just empty nobody yeah. sits there yeah he's, and he's like, like demands to see the registry for the school he's yeah like, i need like, to see this i need to see this and he opens it up and sure as shit, Rowan Morrison's name is in there. Yeah. And, and then he, like, <laughs> chastises the kids, like, you're despicable liars. <laughs> he's like, you're all despicable liars. Don't ever lie to me again. Yeah, he's like, he thinks he's got authority over all these people. Yeah. He's like, I know Santa Claus, all right? And they're like, nah, I'm not buying it. So he pulls the teacher outside then, and he's talking to her, and he's like, what's going on? This Rowan Morrison was in this book. You told me that you had never heard of her. And she like tells she gives him some fucking line of bullshit. Yeah, she's like, I didn't say that. I said she doesn't exist. Yeah, if she existed, we would know. Yeah. Her. But she doesn't exist. He's like, What are you talking about? Is she dead? And isn't that like where she doesn't want to say that word? Right. And this kind of goes back to the tree. She's like, Well, if that's how you want to define it, but she's alive, but she's she's no longer she's a transition. Yeah. And he's like But he does say that like she died six or seven months ago. Yeah. And so he goes to where she's buried and he is like, he sees that like there's a, grave, a tree there. Right. And he asked the, the grave digger, the grave keeper. Yeah. The crib keeper. <laughs> yeah. The crib keeper. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking for Rowan Morrison. <laughs> um, he's like, uh, where's her headstone? And he's like, well, it, it's still being carved. Yeah. Or something. It's taken a while. To yeah. Yeah. It. We're a little behind. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so finally, and he keeps hearing about this Lord Summer Isle, Lord Summer Isle. Finally, he goes and meets up with Lord Summer Isle. And this is uh, Christopher Lee. 
and he's a suave dude. He's rich. He's got this kick-ass house. Pretty awesome. Yeah, he's pretty. He's it's like a castle. He's almost. pretty dope. Yeah, he's telling him like all this shit about the island. Yeah, it's history and all that stuff. Yeah. His ancestors. And uh, the sergeant just, he's like, look, I just need permission to exhume the body yeah. of Roland Morrison. He's like, yeah, no problem. He's like, yeah, I thought I already gave that to you. Like, after yeah. an hour being there. Yeah, he's like, I told you, like, the second you got here, like, I don't have a problem with it. And he's kind of taken aback that, like, why doesn't he have a problem with it? Because he's like, this guy's hiding something. He's like, nah, I got nothing to hide. Yeah, dig it up. Yeah. A triple dog dare, you bitch. <laughs> but he also explains to him that, like, this is where it gets to, like, the fruit trees and everything and their produce that they that they harvest yeah and that they sell they they practice these pagan religions and they have this may day celebration this harvest feast this whatever the fuck this <laughs> this kind of stuff is and that's like how the that's how they sustain life and their lifestyle on this island yeah and he's like whatever yeah he's like you're whatever. all weird i'm gonna go dig up this body <laughs> <laughs> yeah he goes you people are weird i'm gonna go dig a grave <laughs> of a little girl yeah so he he does uh well he doesn't dig it up quite yet but he does um he wants to know where the photograph is so he goes searching for that photograph yeah yeah the missing photo from the festival and he finds the guy who was the photographer and he finds the negative and he develops it cuz not only does this guy a cop and not only is he a pilot <laughs> he dabbles in photography but he also can develop film <laughs> i wouldn't know the, i took a photography class where i had to develop film yeah i did in too in high school I wouldn't know the first thing about doing it now. <laughs> yeah. I know some of it you have to do in the dark. Dude, that's the hard part. Remember? And you had to get it on that one like real thing and then you like crank it. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And like we put it in like a black bag. You could put it in a black bag instead of like being in a like totally dark room and you could do it all oh, in there. Yeah, we, didn't do it. we did it like yeah. in the dark. Old yeah. school. Old school. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and when we were going there, like inevitably, like somebody would always fart like while you were in there. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. Can't get out. Can't turn the lights yep. on. Can't leave. <laughs> it's like a ghost. <laughs> what was that, David? That was you. <laughs> that was you. That wasn't me. It's like Kevin Nealon. <laughs> Kevin Nealon's in there. Wasn't that uh, uh, the, the Adam Sandler? Yeah. <laughs> then he's like, all right, that, that one was you. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's like, oh, that smells. Um, but yeah, you're right. He develops the film. He develops yeah. the film and he sees Rowan's in the picture. He's, he's like, like, oh shit, she's alive. Well, he digs up the grave, and what's in the casket? A rabbit. No, oh, a hair. <laughs> yes, they're like, I, got, I fucking told you. Does it have a pocket watch? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's a, a hair. hair. Was it drinking tea? Probably <laughs> at one point in time. Yeah. So he takes that fucking hair and he goes back to Summer Isles' uh, <laughs> place, and Summer Isles there with the school teacher, right? Yeah, and they're like singing a singing a song because yeah, he's playing the piano music, yeah. musical and he just throws the hair at him he throws it at him yeah <laughs> and it lands right next to him and he's like you're all fucked <laughs> he's like what the fuck is going on where is yeah, she and he's like i'm reporting all of you and he's like you know what fuck all you i'm going taking my plane i'm going back to the mainland yeah, I'm, I'm grabbing I'm, every cop i can see i'm coming back here and arresting you all you probably should have kept that to himself I mean, so I was like, dude, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, this exactly. seems like a, this feels like a mistake. Yeah, don't tell him your plan. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a villain in a movie. Like, so he leaves, and uh, he's like telling everybody, he's like, I'm checking out tomorrow. I'm checking out tomorrow. I'm out of here tomorrow. And they're like, well, good thing because tomorrow's May Day, and I'm sure your Christian, yeah, you're not gonna want to see white boy ass stuff. wouldn't handle our pagan rituals. Yeah, and so he gets the next morning. He gets on his plane and. Uh, 
he <laughs> it's funny too because the guy drives him out there in the boat and he gets on the boat and the guy's like all right well have a good flight and he drives away and he can't start the plane so then he has to yell to the guy he's like get back here and he's like huh come again <laughs> He has to get his little megaphone. Yeah, Bring that like, dinghy back here. Yeah. And he unzips his pants. Like, no, 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 no. The, the boat. Yeah. It's like, damn it! I thought this was my chance. I want to show it to you. It's, it's impressive. I'm gonna show it to you. You're gonna see it at some point. Except, you need to accept this. You might not know when it's coming, but it's coming. It's coming. You're gonna see it. You want some popcorn? <laughs> yeah. You want a pizza? Yeah. Um, anyway, so his plane won't start, so this guy takes him back. And, and he's, he's back. like, "Who? Me- somebody messed with my plane. Yeah, he's like, someone messed with my plane. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to every house. <laughs> he says, this. he's like, I'm going to every house, and yeah. I'm inspecting every Fucking Santa Claus. Yeah. Like, how does he get to all these houses in one day? Listen, he. there's not a lot of people on this island. No, no. There's like 20 houses. No, but we get quite the montage of him like we going do. through every house. Song, mm-hmm. montage. It's kind of like funny, too, because like there's... These kids who are playing jokes on him, like every tile house that he goes into, like one of them is like in a closet, like playing to be dead. Dude, that one got me. I was like, oh shit, that's Rowan. And it was just some girl like playing dead. Yeah. And she laughs at him yeah. and she runs away. Everybody's laughing at him. They're like totally just yeah, clowning this guy. Him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're all nuts. And he doesn't find shit. But yeah. he goes back to the inn. He's like, give me some whiskey. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the innkeeper's like, okay. And he, and he says to the innkeeper, I'm going to go upstairs to my room and I'm going to go to sleep for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And when I'm done. It's nap time. Yeah. He's like telling him like everything he's going to do. And when I'm done, I'm probably going to have to pee. And after I get done peeing, <laughs> I'm going to. He's narrating his life. Yeah. He's taking a page from Patrick Bateman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so he goes upstairs and he goes to sleep, but he's not really asleep. He's pretending. Like a little kid <laughs> trying to watch a movie he's not supposed to watch. <laughs> and he overhears Willow and the innkeeper, and they're saying, like, is he asleep? I think he's asleep. Yeah, let's, well, do, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> let's do the damn thing. <laughs> they light some candles, and she's like, this will keep him asleep for five days or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> for some really long period <laughs> of time. Weird. Yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. So she's like, uh, I'm going to go to the May Day Festival. And he's like... Right on. I got to get my costume on. I'll meet you there. <laughs> yeah. The innkeeper says this. And so Sergeant wakes up and uh, the candle was like a hand. Yeah, it was a candle. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, candle. it was like a Halloween decoration. Yeah. And it was like all the, all wick, the fingers all were the fingers were like candles. Yeah, it was cool. Anyway, so he knocks that over. He's like, what the fuck? This isn't putting me to sleep. Yeah, dumbasses. <laughs> they believe a candle can put me to sleep. So he goes and takes the candlestick. And uh, gets the fucking innkeeper upside the head. Yeah, and he's in his costume at this point. He's dressed like a the fool, the like, fool. A, like a jester. Yeah, kind of costume. And he had read earlier in the in in the library. He had read about the pagan rituals. It's about like the swords, the six swords crossing to make yeah, like a pentagram. Yeah, and we kind of glossed over that because yeah. at this point, like he suspects that uh, Rowan's going to be a human sacrifice. Yeah. And so he was reading about the pagan stuff, yeah. and one of the members of the like little parade of people is the is the clown the fool yeah and it's representing something i don't i don't even, i don't remember foolhardiness i don't know yeah an idiot yeah it's like, <laughs> all right i'm gonna wear the idiot costume <laughs> and so he puts it on and disguises himself like he's the innkeeper then right yeah and so he goes down and he's like ah, i'm undercover no one will ever know that it's me and he takes part of this like fucking parade yeah, he's in he's like oh this is actually Kind of nice. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, he kind of has some fun. <laughs> kind of dancing around. And chicks are all like 
doing their little thing with him and he's like beating him away with his little club. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Anyway, so he gets down there and they do this ritual where they all have to stick their head through this these it's like a bunch swords. of swords that are in the shape of a pentagram. Yeah. And they have to stick their heads through it. And like when the music, it's like musical chairs, yeah. but like a real shitty version. Someone's going to get their head chopped off. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Because when the music stops, if your head's in there, they all kill you. So it does stop on this little girl and they whoosh, yeah. slice and, her head off. And uh, Howie, or whatever his name is, Sergeant Guy, yeah. he has to go through it too. Like yeah. it's really like, everybody's got to do it. Yep. And uh, and they don't even know that it's him. They think it's no, the innkeeper. I still. thought though, like, because I had never seen this, like I thought they, they were, this was like, oh, they know it's him and they're going to expose him right here but yeah, no no he, he gets through he gets through and they chop this little girl's head off but it really was just a joke yeah that got me too like yeah. when the head got cut i was like oh shit yeah i said that too <laughs> but it was just a joke and uh, she was wearing another halloween costume like thing like yeah she had like a head on an top extended of her head. head and so then they keep marching and they go down to some place and it's like at the beach and they look up and uh sergeant looks up and he sees rowan and there she is, and they're going to sacrifice her. He's like, oh, shit. So he takes off his fucking clown costume, and he goes running. <laughs> it was <around>. me. <laughs> He's like, ha you guys didn't know this. Dumbasses. And he runs up to her, and he like knocks these guys out. Yeah, and, nobody really stops him. And he unties her, and she's like, oh, thank you, thank you. They were going to kill me. And he's, she's like, let's go this way. And she yeah. takes him through this cave. Yep. And she's like, I know the way out. They go through this fucking cave. They're getting chased by everybody, and they come out the other end. Yep, we made it. And when they get out, daylight. And there stands Christopher Lee, the t- school teacher, Willow. The girl's mom. And the girl's mom, May yeah. Morrison. She's like, what the hell's going on? Drawing pictures of hairs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, what the fuck's going on? And then the little girl, uh, Rowan, she runs to her mom and she's like, did I do good? Yeah, and, and Christopher like, Lee like smiles at her and she runs over and gives him a hug. And he's like, you did perfect. He's like, what? And we come to find out that this was all a ploy Yep. to get this guy here. He's the sacrifice. And he had to like voluntarily come to them. Yep. Of his own free will. He needed to be a virgin. Yep. And there were a bunch of qualities he needed to exhibit and he did all of them. Yep. And so like, they're like, now we're going to sacrifice you. Yeah. It's like you're a king, a virgin and a fool. Yep. And so they grab him. And they stick him inside the wicker man, which is a giant fucking wicker man. <laughs> it's like yeah. uh, it's like the Trojan horse. Yep, but like but a, a dude. man. No penis though. Missed opportunity. They're <laughs> obsessed with dicks. They couldn't put a little dinghy on the guy. Nothing. Maybe there was a little one. Maybe. Maybe it's very. Maybe it's cold there. I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, and it's full of uh, animals. There's yeah. like ducks and They're goats sacrifice and pigs. a bunch of stuff. Yep. And he's telling him he's like. This isn't going to work. This isn't going to bring your crops. Oh, I think we kind of glossed over this too. <laughs> yeah, like, that was the whole point of the sacrifice. Uh, the whole point of the sacrifice was they, their crops weren't good the previous year. Yeah. And so he's like, this isn't going to bring your crops back. And he's like, and Christopher Lee's like, no, it will. And the whole town's there. And he's like, no, it won't. And next year, when it, yeah, doesn't, when it work, doesn't work, you're going to get sacrificed. Yeah, it'll be you next. And he's like, it will work. You know, he's a little braggadocious. He's a mm-hmm. little like cocksure of himself. <laughs> and, um, so he, they put him in the wicker man and they fucking light it on fire. And yeah. And he like, is like telling him all, like all the people he's yelling at him, like you're all going to be cursed. Yep. And he's like praying Yep, to Jesus and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and he burns to death. <laughs> yeah. And everybody sings the end. Yeah. We had talked about this already. I'd never seen this movie. Um, and I watched this movie with no expectation at all. How long was this movie? An hour and a half? Yeah. 
the first hour and 10 minutes, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, this is slow. This is kind of boring. There's kind of some funny parts to it, but there is nothing. At about an hour and 10 minutes, I go, they're going to sacrifice him. Yep. Yeah, I did the I same f- thing. Figured it out. Yep, me too. And I'm like, this is all a ploy to get to sacrifice him. Yeah. And then the last 20 minutes were fucking awesome. Yep. It, the last 20 minutes of this movie are like a four. Yeah. Uh, maybe even a four and a half because it's just so kind of fucking awesome. Like Agreed. it's so intense. The first <laughs> 70 <laughs> of this is like, yeah, it was, it's it was slow. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah, I agree. So I myself, I, I love the acting. I thought the, the sergeant, I thought he did a fucking great job. Christopher Lee did a great job. All of them did great jobs. And I thought even like the filming quality of it was really good. Mm-hmm. It's a 1973 film. Like I can definitely tell the difference. Oh yeah. I can tell it's a 1973 film, but the costuming I thought was really good. I thought there was really some really good funny moments. Like I had said, the music was kind of weird. It was really but weird. It was a weird, but it was of the time period. Like it felt and this island was weird. Yeah. You know, these people are weird. So the music kind of fits. Yeah, it that. didn't feel out of place. No, but it was slow. So for that, I'm going to, I'm going to probably give it a three Pamela Voorhees heads out of five. We're pretty much exactly on the same page. I had very similar thoughts. I was kind of bored through like the first two thirds or so. And then once it picked up, like, uh, yeah, I was totally hundred percent in at the end and Having never seen it, I suspected, like like yeah. you said, towards the end, I was like, oh, I, I see what's going on here. But that last scene with him getting burned alive and like praying, it was just... Uh, it's brutal. It is. But I also liked how each side had their own convictions. And that was kind of what I thought the movie was about. Like he was very Christian and he was like, you're all wrong. And they were like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of... he to say that they're wrong? Exactly. Exactly. And he was very self-righteous. You know, and his convictions telling all these people, like, the whole movie kept kind of talking down to people. Yeah, he thought he was better than all of them. Yeah, and he wasn't. I enjoyed this movie. I would watch it again. I was kind of torn between a three and a three and a half, but I'm going to go three as well. Okay, cool. So, that averages out there to be a three. Yeah, I picked three way. just to make the math easy on, on us. Um, now, they remade that movie with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and I haven't... I've never seen I, that one. All I know is there's something involving bees. Right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I thought there was like a scene or something where it's like, the bees, the bees. (laughs) No, I've never seen it, but I'm interested to see what his take on it and how they they remade it. Yeah. All right, moving on, we're going to go to 1982, a little flick called Basket Case. This movie was released April 7th, 1982, the number one film in America on April 7th, 1982. David, you got this one. Go. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Uh... I know it's not E.T. because that came out in the summer. You're right. <laughs> it's not E.T. You're right. It's not E.T. Shoot. Uh, like, I know it's not The Godfather because that came out in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not Psycho. That came out in 1960. <laughs> it's not Frankenstein. Uh, God, I don't know. Porkies. Really? Number one. Dude, when I was a kid, I didn't watch Porkies. No, my parents <laughs> wouldn't show that to me. Yeah. But that was like the movie that was like so taboo. Oh, yeah. It was like, did you see Porky's. It's like, no. It's like, I have an older brother who saw Porky's. He said, it's fucking awesome. I remember seeing the box at the video store all the time being like, that movie definitely has boobs in it. Yeah. That movie sucks. I've never seen it. You've never seen Porky's? No. I'm sure it's terrible. They made three of them. Jesus. Yeah. Porky's, Porky's 2 the next day, and Porky's Revenge. Hmm. Yeah, never seen it. They're all compound stupidity. (laughs) 
<laughs> each one is more stupid than the next. <laughs> but yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I mean, it might've, it might as well have been like, it was like a porn in my head. <laughs> it was like Porky's was like equal to porno movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's how I thought too. But it wasn't, it's not, I mean, yeah, there's some boobs, yeah. but come on. Every was, movie has I would say it. That was the thing in the eighties. Yeah. Every movie. Yeah. Anyway, that was the number one movie. The number one TV show at this time. You know, I I, I might, after this episode, not talk about TV shows because it's really hard because you can't do TV shows by the week. Right. Yeah, you got to by season. And realistically, once we've done a year, it's like, who cares? Like, you've already talked about this TV show. <laughs> so the number one TV show in 1982, what do you think it was? Uh, I'm going to go with, like, MASH. That was number three. Damn it. And I know it was number three because number one was 60 minutes. So I went to number two. Number two, um, and then I saw number three was MASH. Number two was Dallas. Ah, uh, okay. And I got to tell you something. I looked at a lot of years. Yeah. And Dallas. Dallas was up there. What the fuck was wrong with America at, <laughs> in the early 80s? Dude, like, my mom loved that show. What a stupid fucking show. <laughs> and that's the number one TV show. Like, I know they only had three stations. But yeah. It's like, well, if we're going to watch some crap, we might as well watch this we crap. We well watch Dallas. <laughs> but like, that means the majority of Americans were watching Dallas. <laughs> Stupid. And the number one song this week, April 7th, 1982, the number one song was? God, uh, I want to do that uh, Love lifts us up where we belong. Da -da -da. <laughs> um, like an eagle flies. <laughs> On a mountain high. Love lifters. That's not it. It was, uh, okay, I'll give you a hint. Joan Jett. I love rock and roll. Yeah. Damn. There you go. Awesome. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Yeah. That's a kick ass song. That is a good song. Basket Case was written and directed by Frank Henenlotter, who we know Frank from. Frank and Hooker. Frank and Hooker. And uh, music by Gus Russo, who we know from. I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Basket Case. This movie stars really nobody. Like, there's nobody of names. Uh, Kevin Van Hentenrick? Henton, thank you. Hentenrick like plays Dwayne Bradley. Terry Susan Smith plays Sharon. Beverly Bonner plays Casey. Robert Vogel is the hotel manager. And then there's the doctors Dr. Cutter, Dr. Needleman, and Dr. Lifflander. And those are all played by people. Dr. Needleman. What a name for a doctor. <laughs> He's the one they call Dr. Needleman. He's the one that make it feel all right. <laughs> uh, the budget for this movie was $35,000. That's a low budget. Yeah. I mean, considering. For, this movie looks really good for thirty-five grand. For thirty-five grand, yeah, it well looks done. great. Yeah. Um, box office, didn't, I didn't have any information. I don't think it was released in the yeah, theaters. If it was, it was like four theaters. Yeah, but I'm sure between theaters and video, it made oh, its money back. Video, I'm Most sure. definitely. Well, yeah. This is another one. I remember seeing the box all the time at the video store. Yeah, so I'd never seen this movie before. Yeah. And I feel kind of stupid. Yeah, same um, As I was saying <laughs> earlier, because I know a lot of people, this has become a cult classic. I think both of these films, um, you know, I know you picked them because of their names kind of matching together. They have both become cult classics over yep. time. Yeah. And a lot of people refer to uh, Belial who's a character in basket case. What a terrible name for a child. <laughs> Belial. Belial. He's like did, Bile. <laughs> did they name him that or did he just name himself that? Because they Bile. treated him like shit. But yeah. we'll, we'll get to that in a, in, a, in a moment here. So we were talking about Alan earlier about Jalo films. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a movie that Alan would dig. 
Yeah, um, and it also takes place in New York. Like Alan loves gritty New York. That's movies. what I was saying. Yeah, is like it's New York. It's late seventies, early eighties New York. It's like downtown Times Square, like porn shops and yeah. porn theaters and drug Very grimy and greasy and hookers and all that kind of stuff. It's like this is what New York was at yeah. one time. But there's this like <laughs> podunk kid walking around carrying a fucking basket, <laughs> and he's just like, you know. Do, 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 do. Oh, we shall say the movie starts with the scene of a doctor getting killed. You know what? You're absolutely correct. <laughs> That's not him holding the basket does not is not how it opens. It does open up with a doctor coming out of his house and hearing a noise running back into his house like the scared little wuss that he was. It's like you just heard a noise, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who, who is that? Who's, Who's there? there? It's like. Just, just go to your car. <laughs> yeah, drive, drive away. <laughs> but no, he but runs no. back in the house. He tries to call. He locks all the doors and it locks the windows. Mm-hmm. He tries he really to call the police. Battens down the hatches. Yep. And he's really scared of of a noise. It could have been a fucking raccoon. Like this guy's living on edge. He's got other problems than yeah. this. Here's a cricket. What the fuck was that? <laughs> he's like, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you. Squeaky sound. <laughs> he calls the cops and he's like. Somebody's after me. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? And they, they didn't even really respond to him. They're like, hello, police. And he's like, someone's after me. And then his phone line gets cut. And then yeah. they're gone. And they're just like, well. Well, I'm sure everything's fine. <laughs> probably just a wrong number. Yeah, it's probably nothing. And then uh, the power goes out. and yeah. he, But not before he grabs a gun, this doctor. Yeah, he squeezes off some shots. Yeah, and he's like, I'll shoot you. And he shoots all of his gunshots like... Yeah, blam, like, blam, 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 blam. Yeah, like right away. Yeah, <laughs> to Just, nothing. So he wastes every bullet he has. Dumbass. And then he gets murdered. Yeah, we see like a weird, gross, like grotesque hand. Yeah, come choke up and him grab out. him. Yeah, and like rips his face. All right, now we got Dwayne walking down gritty New York, his little basket, carrying his basket. And uh, you know, you say little basket, but it actually was pretty, was pretty substantial. Big. Yeah, and he's like carrying it around. And uh, I like this drug dealer comes up to him and he reels off like every drug known Good to man. Good Lord. Yeah. This He's guy's like, you want to buy everything. some mescaline? You want to buy some THC? You want to buy some cocaine? You want to buy some crack? You want to buy some that? Yeah, I got it all. And, and he goes, it's all how in about his gr-? coat, apparently. <laughs> He's like, how about girls? You want you want this? You want that? And this dude, Dwayne, doesn't respond to him. And, he, and the drug dealer is like, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then he just walks away. It's like... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't want any drugs. Yeah, no. But he gets I'm, so offended. I'm good, buddy. <laughs> but he finds this shady hotel, and he goes in there. And how much were they charging a night? 20 bucks. 20 bucks a night? Yep. You got to pay in advance. Yeah. And so he pulls out this wad of cash. Now, wad. Yeah, that seemed foolish. Bad move. <laughs> You're in a seedy part of town, and just, yeah, pulling out a wad of cash? I mean, Come hundreds on, of dollars. This guy's naive. Yeah. And he pulls out a 20, and he gives it to the guy. And there's a bunch of other dudes around. And they all just see it. And they're like, what the fuck? They're like, we're going to get this mm-hmm. at some point in time. I want, I want that. <laughs> so he goes up to his room. He meets some insane lady along the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. She talks his ear off. And then just walks away. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. That scene ends very abruptly. <laughs> just, well, <laughs> bye. <laughs> so he goes into the, to his room and uh, he's going to go to sleep. And he starts talking to himself. And there's... No, he's having a conversation, but nobody's responding. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is going on? He also oh, open, he goes out and gets burgers. Yeah, he opens the basket and he feeds whatever's in the basket a bunch of really gross looking hamburgers. Just those burgers had like nothing on them. They were like, just Like it was plain. like buns with meat in the middle. 
Well, you know, man, some people just like plain burgers, plain oh, dry burgers. Yeah. It's gross. Those people are the weirdest people in the world, but some people just <laughs> like dry burgers. I got a friend like that. Do you? He's a listener. Is he? Yeah. Oh, he's so weird. It's Mike. Just eats dry burger? Yeah. No I cheese? Think, I think so. Mike, correct me if I'm wrong if you're <laughs> listening to this, but do you still eat your hamburgers with nothing on them? Oh, just meat and bun. Pretty much. I don't know. He might have a couple of accoutrements, but no. I think mostly nothing. I mean, he likes it dry. I'm not, I'm not saying you got to put everything in the world on there, but at least like cheese. I mean, if you if mayo is your thing, mayo. Yeah. Mustard. I'm a mustard guy. See, I'm not a mustard guy. That's like pretty much the only thing I usually eat. And I'm not usually a pickle guy in burgers. I like pickles. I like I like everything. But if a pickle's in there, we're fine. Same with mustard. Like, eh, I'm good. I'll yeah. eat whatever. But I just don't want a dry burger. Yeah, no. Ugh. Mike. Teach their own. I guess. Anyhow. Yeah, he feeds his beast. Like a whole bag of burgers. Yeah. And he goes to bed. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is the, where like it almost seems like there's a conversation happening, but we just hear the Dwayne talking. Yeah. We know he's got something in this basket, but we don't know what it is. Yeah. He's looking for... Oh, let me just break it down here. What he's doing, he's looking for these doctors. Yeah, and we don't know exactly why. No. But we get an idea why. So we assume that the first doctor that he killed, or that got killed, was from him. Yeah. And maybe this thing in his basket. And now he's looking for this other doctor. The first one he kills is, I think, Dr. Lifflander. I think that's the first one he kills. And he's, yeah. now he's trying to find Dr. Cutter. Yeah. Um, and he meets this woman across the hall uh, named Casey. And she seems really nice. And she kind of warns him, like, hey, you need to be careful. Yeah. I saw a dude, like, peeping through your your keyhole. Yeah. So if you have any money or anything. Yeah, anything, you better keep it on you or hide yeah. it or something. He goes to Dr. Needleman's. Yeah, because he looks and Dr. Cutter's not in the phone book. So he's like, uh, Needleman would probably know where she is. Yeah. And then he meets uh, the receptionist or a nurse or something. Yeah, she's the receptionist. Yeah. And she immediately is like smitten with him. She's hard up. Yeah. Because she, she sees this guy and she's like, you want to go out? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, are you from out of town? Like, I'll show you the sites. You want to see the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> you want to come over to my place? Yeah. You want to spend the night? Yeah. You want to see wanna a little trade center? You want to bang? You want to have kids? <laughs> you want to get a divorce You want to pick their names? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to go to court? You want to fight over everything? Yeah, you want to lose half your shit? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah she's like i'll show you all the landmarks he's like nah that's okay yeah i'm good but he goes into needleman and needleman sees him without a shirt on yeah he like takes his shirt off and, and there's a big scar on his side on, on his side and needleman has a, kind of a reaction to it yeah and needleman's freaked out for the rest of the night and when sharon who's the sharon's the nurse right or the receptionist yeah yeah, yeah. when she goes uh, for the night, he's like, I'll stay here. And he's trying to make phone calls. And Needleman calls up Dr. Cutter. Right. And she answers the phone and she's like a fucking cougar. She's like, <laughs> Yeah, she's got a dude over for dinner. <laughs> yeah. And she's like trying to be all sexy with him. Yeah. But uh, she answers the phone and she's like, You're nuts. Uh, you're nuts, Harold. We didn't do anything wrong. Click. Yeah. And the doctor tells her, like, Hey, Dwayne told me that Dr. Lifflander's dead. Yeah. And she's like, We don't know a Lifflander. Yeah, you and, don't know what but, you're talking about. But in their conversation, he kind of alludes to some sort of like cryptic past involving Dwayne. Yep. So Dwayne goes back to the doctor's office because he wants to find Cutter's information. Yeah, and he's got the basket with him. Yep. And uh, he tells the basket 
<laughs> like you do your thing. Do your thing, and he yeah. opens it up. Yep. And this is where we get our first look at what's in the basket. And this is Belial, and Belial looks like <laughs> kind of like a cross between Krang from uh, yeah from Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. And yeah. And I thought a little bit of a Boglin. Those toys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. He's just like um, he's a blob with arms. Yeah. And, and a teeth. face. Yeah, and like sharp teeth and yeah. And he's just kind of... He looks kind of like from that movie Society. Remember the, like, the butt monster or whatever? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He looks, looks a, like a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> but human is not one of them. No. <laughs> he looks like a blobby blob mess. <laughs> so anyway, he goes uh, and kills yeah, and he like sticks to the side of the wall. Like when the doctor comes in there, it was like, like one of those wall walker cups. things that you throw against the wall and it slowly like oozes down the side. Yeah, maybe that's what Dwayne does is he throws him against the wall. Chucks and him just, and just sticks. <laughs> um, well, it's that flat bottom that he has a construction. Yeah, the- yeah. How does he jump? Like he doesn't have legs. He doesn't. Yeah, he just springs He's with his hands. really good upper body strength. Yeah. So he kills, they kill, uh, well, he kills Neil. Kills the doctor, yeah. Dwayne, and they take, uh, they steal his Rolodex. Yep. And he's like, oh, sweet. Yeah, Cutter's in here. Yeah. Dwayne ends up going out on a date with this uh, Yeah, Yeah, they go to the Statue of Liberty. Now, the one thing is, is that Dwayne... So we don't know what the whole Belial thing... We don't even know his name, I don't think yet. No. But um, we don't know what the relationship between Dwayne and Belial is at this point. But we come to find out that they have like a psychic connection. Mm -hmm. When Dwayne's out on his date... And he kisses her. Belial like freaks out. He gets real jealous. And so then Belial's like, "All right, I'm gonna do something fucked up too." <laughs> and he starts throw, messing up the Just room. Trashes the place like he's and, a like, rock star. Screaming. Yeah, yeah. He screams a lot in this movie. And people are complaining about it. And the manager like bursts down the door, and there's nothing in there. Yep. But the, they see like the room has been like completely ransacked. And Belial has gone into um, uh, outside. Yeah, he's hiding. He's hiding out the window. And uh, one of the guys who had seen the wad of cash is in the room. And he sees the money again. And he's like, okay, this is my opportunity. So the manager closes the door, and this guy goes and picks the lock Mm -hmm. and goes back into the room. And uh, he's about ready to take stuff. And he opens the basket, and sure as shit, Belial's back in there. And he jumps out at him, attaches to his face. This guy (laughs) backs up all the way out of the homeboy's room. Back down the hallway into his own room. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> and uh, gets killed in his own room. Yeah, just gets his face ripped up. And everybody hears this. And, and Dwayne senses it. And Dwayne senses it. And Dwayne's like, I gotta go. And he leaves this chick behind. <laughs> well, she comes following after him. But uh, when Dwayne gets back, there's like cops and, you know, investigators there at the hotel. And uh, the chick, Sharon, is behind him. And she's like, let me go in. And he's like, get out of here. He's like telling her, he's like, I don't want you to get killed too. He goes up to his room and the cops are like, Hey, did you have anything to do with this? And he's like, no, I've been gone all day. Yeah. And so they're like, can we uh, look around your uh, uh, room? Yeah. Like, why is your room all trashed? He's like, sure, I guess. And so he opens the door and they look around the room and they look in the basket. There's nothing there. And he's freaking out when they go to the basket. He's like, Oh shit. And yeah, yeah. And they open it up. Nothing there. Nothing there. Like, huh? And so when the cops leave, all of a sudden, Belial comes out of the toilet like a ghoulie. He's like, "You should flush." I've been hiding in here with a fucking log. Oh, so, oh <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. 
happened like, to like it at I see you had onions on your burger last night. <laughs> That's why I eat mine dry. <laughs> so my poops are clean. He's like, I don't remember us eating corn recently, though. Interesting. At some point, Casey... Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. They meet up at like a bar, and he gets really drunk. Yeah. And, and he, he tells her. And him and Casey get drunk, and they have... He tells her everything that happened to him. Because she asks him, like, hey, what's in the basket anyway? He's like, it's my brother. And he's kind of laughing about it. Yep. And <laughs> he says he looks like a squished octopus. <laughs> he's not wrong. No, but his brother's right there. Like, Come on, man. Don't insult well, him. Well, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. He is. He's ugly. But he passes out. Like, and it's at his the brother, you know? Yeah. You can talk shit about your That's own true. family. <laughs> But he passes out, and then we get kind of a series of flashbacks. Yeah, and it shows the whole story. Like, he was born, his mom died during childbirth, and when Dwayne and Belial were born, they were conjoined twins. Yep. And oh, the dad's That was like, the other joke, too, was like, uh, uh, we're Siamese twins, and she's like, but you don't look Asian. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they laughed about that, but anyway, stupid. Um, but I thought that was crazy, because it's just very, like... Yeah, because you don't... That's not a term that you use anymore. <laughs> no, we don't say yeah. Siamese twins. But anyway, they were conjoined twins, and the mom died during birth, and the dad was, like, super pissed off. Yeah, he's distraught and blames... He's like, they should have died. Exactly, yeah. Not my wife. And then he wants to get the conjoined part, the Belial part, um, which is attached to Dwayne's side. Yeah, because it flashes a little forward after that, and now they're teenagers. Yeah, he wants yeah, to get he it wants removed. To get a little surgery done. So he hires these three doctors. Yeah. And they come over and they basically get him up out of the middle of the night. And they do it well because the wife's, uh, the dead wife's sister lives there too. And while she's away, because she kind of protects them. Mm-hmm. And while she's gone, they're like, all right, we're going to do the surgery right in the house. Right in the living room. <laughs> and it all set in up. the dining room. Yeah. Blood spurting everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> But they uh, slice they slice Belial off and stick him in a garbage bag. That scene was gross. And there's like lots of like oh yeah, like weird squishy and like yeah, lots of just wet sounds. Yeah, it's like listening to me talk. <laughs> but yeah, they throw him away in the trash, and he's still alive. Yeah. So Dwayne senses that he's still alive, and he wakes up in the middle of the night Rest. after surgery and everything. Dwayne's like, I'm gonna. Yeah, he can move around. He's very mobile. <laughs> He's going to go down there and uh, he, he rescues Belial out of yeah. the trash bag. To which then they proceed to set up like a fucking Rube Goldberg uh, <laughs> trap for their yeah, father. It's very elaborate. It's like uh, on a skateboard, they have like a big circular saw. And so the dad, it's like something out of a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Wiley e. Coyote put this together. Yeah. It mixed with like Pee Wee's uh, big adventure style <laughs> breakfast machine or whatever. <laughs> But uh, the dad comes downstairs and he's like, what's going on? And he stands in front of it, trips it, what, what, whoa. slices him right in half. Yep. It's pretty awesome. It was pretty cool. We don't see it slice him, but we see like the legs fall apart. Yeah. And, and the I legs that are was two awesome. different places. Yep. <laughs> um, and then the aunt uh, arrives and she covers for him. Yep. And she basically loves all three of them. Yeah. And Belial loves her and she loves the blobby Belial. <laughs> I don't know. They never explained why they named him Belial. Yeah. Like I said, terrible name. It's a weird that's name. That's cruel. Why can't they name him Keith? Yeah. I'm Dwayne. This is my brother, Keith. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. He's ugly. He's getting an ugly name. Yeah, we call Belial. him Belial. <laughs> <laughs> like we could call him Ghoul. Uh, yeah. Call him ugly. That's mean. Yeah. No. We'll call him Belial. So that's the story. Oh, and then the ant dies. Yeah. And then we go to the present time. Yeah. And when the ant dies is when they decide they're going to get their revenge on all these doctors who have ruined their lives. 
And uh, that's when they kill, they start killing the doctors. And so now Dwayne is back in his hotel room. Uh, or no, he's drunk. And Casey puts him into his bed. She takes him home, yeah. And then she goes into her room and Belial's there hiding. <laughs> and uh, he's under her. Because before Casey goes back to her apartment, she looks in the basket and he's not in there. Yep. So she's like, oh, all right. He's hiding under her pillow. And then when she goes to lay down, he like starts grabbing her boobs. And then she wakes up and she screams. Yeah, and he's screaming and it wakes everyone up again. Yep. She's like, there's something in there. People go in there and they inspect and, and it's nothing. Yeah. There's a lot of this going on in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was, it was happening every scene. Yeah. Those people run upstairs to investigate a noise like <laughs> as four or five times in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, Dwayne, I think this is where he takes Belial to go see Dr. Cutter, right? Yeah, they go. And Dr. Cutter's actually a veterinarian. <laughs> yeah. And, and he even says, like, he's like, she's a veterinarian, <laughs> which I think is kind of weird because he's surprised that she's a vet. But then when he meets her, she's like, over the phone, you said that your cat was sick. It's like, <laughs> he just said that he didn't know she was a vet. <laughs> Whatever. But he called and made an appointment. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Listen, $35,000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he basically exposes himself as being Dwayne yeah. uh, Bradley and, you know, says, I'm going to fucking fuck yeah, you I got up. A little, get a little surprise for you. Yeah. And she sees, uh, she sees Belial. Yeah, he pops out of the basket and he attacks her. He messes she, her up. He goes, messes her up good. But she goes down fighting. Yeah. She's like trying and she's to fight. screaming and everybody in the office is like, what is going on? But ultimately she gets a bunch of fucking scalpels, scalpels jammed into her face. Yeah. That actually looks kind of cool. And then you got the twin nurses. I don't know what was up with them. (laughs) They were someone's sister or something. Because I don't know. They were just like, huh? It was stupid. But uh, Belial and Dwayne escape. Yeah. They're really good at escaping after they murder murder somebody. Get away from the scene of the crime very quickly. Sharon shows up. Because now Sharon learns that her boss is is dead. dead. So she shows up at his house or his apartment. And they make out. And they kiss weird. Did you notice that? They just kind of pressed their faces together and just kind of rub their faces together. It was very yeah. strange kissing. And there was some tongue action, too. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. I think <laughs> that's the first time he was ever with I think anybody. so, too. He's like, is this how you kiss? We just open our mouths <laughs> and push them against each other? Belial starts peeking out of the basket, though. And uh, so Dwayne immediately kicks Sharon out. Literally throws her out, like grabs her and like throws her. He puts a blanket her. over yeah, her head a blanket first. so she can't see. Yeah, so she can't see shit. And then he throws her out. And he yells at Bilal. He's like, damn you! You <laughs> cock blocked me, damn you! <laughs> but she goes back home and she's she's asleep. Well, and before this happens, we get a weird dream sequence with Dwayne. That's what I was going to say. Is yeah. Dwayne's dreaming. She goes back home and Dwayne dreams where he's naked yeah, and we see his dick. Well, do we? Yes. It looks like a little robin's was, egg in a nest. <laughs> I mean, it was very tiny. It was a cold New York evening. He had he had a he lot had a of bi- pubic he had a hair. Big bush, yeah, and buried somewhere in the in the nest. Yeah, his little robin's egg. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't little be proud. Pee-pee. <laughs> little baby. A little pipi. I wouldn't be proud. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, uh, I know CG hasn't been invented yet, but could we do something to enhance? Can we just get uh, a stunt cock in here? Yeah, could, yeah, exactly. Or can we just do a very obvious insert shot that we clearly switched actors and just, yeah, put a big old duck in there. But uh, 
he, he's having a dream that he's running down there and he runs to Sharon's house and he starts making love to her. Yeah. Well, he wakes up out of his dream and he realizes, well, it was a dream, but he was sensing what Belial is doing. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, Belial's so over there. He runs. Now he runs clothed <laughs> yeah. over to Sharon's. We also see like Sharon's naked and the camera really lingers on her boob <laughs> for what feels like five minutes. Yeah. There's a lot of... Yeah. What uh, what happens here? Belial, like, feels her up. Yeah. And is, like, feeling her boobs uh, and strangles her. Oh, yeah. And, like, kills her. Chokes her out. Yeah. And... And Dwayne then runs in and he finds her dead. And he grabs Belial. And he grabs him and literally, like, throws him in the basket and he's all pissed off again. Yeah. And they go back to the hotel room. Yep. And they have a big old... And wakes argument. up everyone again. Wake up everybody again. And uh, they beat down the door... And they yeah. come in, and Belial is there. They all see yeah, he him pops for the out first of the basket. time. Yeah, and um, and when he pops and, out of the basket, he grabs Dwayne's balls. <laughs> oh like, yeah, he yeah, lifts like, him up. He's like, oh shit, my balls! <laughs> lifts him up by one hand. <laughs> my incredibly tiny balls. <laughs> Why would you do this? He's like, jokes on you. I have nothing down there. <laughs> but anyway, they go flying out the window, and now Belial's like hanging by one arm onto yeah. like a sign. And Dwayne's hanging, but he's but Belial's holding his neck, and he's like choking him out. Yeah, and that ha that goes on for a while. It does. Some some prostitutes see this, and they're like, "What's that? What's, What's going, going on, on up there?" And uh, anyway, he hangs there for a while, and he dies. Can only hold on so long. Belial drops him. Both they both fall. They both fall to their death. Yeah, the end. The end. You know, I didn't dislike the movie. Um, I know this is a cult classic, so I'm probably going to piss some people off that, I mean, I'm not going to give it a high rating. No. This movie's very trashy, but deliberately so. Uh, but for $35,000, it's really well made. The special effects aren't very good. I mean, it's, there's some stop motion stuff. Yeah, the stop motion's kind of charming. It's kind of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, And that's, I guess that's a really good word. Charming is kind of how I would describe this movie in a weird way. Like, it's very trashy and gross. It's a very weird movie, but yeah, there is some underlying charm to it. And the acting's terrible. It's very repetitive. It's the same kind of scenes over and over again. Like, all of the kills are the same thing. Like, the monster jumps on someone's face and just kind of claws at it and there's and blood. Uh, there's no creative kills or anything really other than, like, the scalpels. I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. I guess I would recommend checking it out. I'm going to give it a two. Yeah, I'm right there with you, David. I found various elements of this movie to be very charming. And it does hit all the notes that a horror movie needs to hit, yeah. right? Like, the monster is grotesque. Mm -hmm. But it's got... But you also feel bad for it. But you feel bad for it. And uh, it, it the, sh the special effects are shitty, but yet effective in, in a lot yeah. of ways. The stop motion was funny. Like, to me, like, I thought it was kind of cool. Like, yeah. I mean, again, $35,000. Yeah, not bad. And they did all this... The atmosphere that it gave, like, it made me feel... It was very dirty, very green, mm -hmm. grungy yeah. looking. Um, but yes, it was stupid. <laughs> the story is cool. Yeah. But the movie, like, the execution, like, this movie probably could have... Yeah, it's a dumb movie. Yeah, it could have been, like, about 25 minutes shorter, too, because there was a lot of shit that just happened that you didn't need. Yeah. And yes, it is a cult favorite, and I can see why people really like this. But if we're going to judge this for being a film, this is a two. Yeah. It's a two Pamela Voorhees head film. Look at us on the same page today. Agreeing everything on everything. <laughs> so, I don't know. If you have any thoughts on these uh, cult classic 
flicks, uh, the wicker man or basket case, please reach out to us, contact us. How can they contact us? Yeah, David? Social media. We are on uh, Twitter, Facebook, the slasher app, and now TikTok. Uh, <laughs> search the swear wolves. Uh, on Instagram, we're TikTok. The, look at us. We're yeah, like, look we're at like us. kids again. A couple millennials over here <laughs> doing our TikToks. <laughs> uh, we're on Instagram as the Swear Wolves Podcast. Uh, we have the Swear Wolves YouTube channel. Uh, we have our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. No excuse not being able to reach out we're to everywhere. us. Now. We're everywhere. We're literally right behind you right now. Yep. <laughs> not really. But, but you but might really. have looked. Yes. <laughs> and if you looked, we just moved around. We're now behind you the other way. Mm-hmm. So keep turning. <laughs> but uh, for the swear wolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm going to go write a song about dicks. And I'm going to go eat a bunch of plain hamburgers and run naked. <laughs> And if you were blind, you could be ugly as fuck and no and people would just be like, You're so beautiful. Like you're what? You're very handsome, you're gorgeous. <laughs> no, I'm not talking like born the way. I'm talking like I'm gonna snap oh, my I'm you're gonna just gonna Thanos lose it? it. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, you actually became better looking when you lost your eyesight. You don't know it, but you're really handsome now. Why would people tell you you're good looking if you're blind? I mean, for, you know, I I'd probably have self esteem issues. It'd make me feel good. <laughs> Even if they told you were ugly, you're like, I don't know. I don't care. I would care. I'd still be vain. <laughs> if Yeah. <laughs> You'd still be vain. How? I'd find a way. <laughs> well, he's flying to this island and he gets there. This is where, man, my voice is like so raspy right now. Like, can you hear it? I sound like. You don't sound that different to me. I sound like Kathleen Turner. <laughs> so like a young sexy Kathleen Turner. You quit smoking and now your I voice know. like my voice is all it's all raspy. Got that the smoke had been covering up the raspiness for so long. Yeah. Can you sing black velvet for me? I could. And that raspiness. <laughs> I could if I knew the lyrics. I only know Black Velvet Black Velvet. Black velvet. <laughs>